Hello, my creative friends. Welcome to the Do It For The Process podcast. I'm Emily Jeffords. I'm an artist, educator, mother of three. What else? I already said travel lover last time, so let's see. I am a dabbling writer. I am an expert cookie maker, although I rarely make cookies anymore. I am an amateur pianist. I almost went to music school though, little known fact, um, for violin out of all instruments. I don't play a lot anymore though, sadly. And those are the random facts that you get to hear about me today. I hope that you enjoyed that little, uh, you know, little sneak peek into who I am. I am also excited to share this fourth episode in the Share the Work series with you. Share the Work is a five-part free mini course that I offer the creative community. If you prefer to watch this content, then you can head to emilydeffordslearn.com forward slash share the work. And that again, I said that very fast, let me say it slowly emilyjeffordslearn.com forward slash share the work. I tend to say my own name very fast, assuming that you know who I am, but that's rude. <laughs> All right, so you can access the videos there. You can also access some worksheets that will help you to take action and, and internalize the information. And it's just a beautiful site. You should just go look at all the eye candy that we've created for you because it is so good. It is so good. So once again, that is emilyjeffordslearn.com forward slash share the work. This mini course leads directly into a 12 week intensive course for creative entrepreneurs called Making Art Work. And it does. It does make art work. <laughs> play on words, I know. But the, the beautiful thing about this course is it empowers creative entrepreneurs to run sustainable and profitable creative businesses focused around your artwork or your creative work, whatever that may be, whether you are a painter or a poet or a sculptor or a candle maker or a weaver or a musician, anyone that creates beauty and sells that beauty to the world. This course is designed for you. And I have to say, it is really empowering getting to empower creatives today, in this day and age in particular. We are living in such an expansive time when there is so much space for all of us to thrive and to find an audience so readily, a hungry, desirous audience that is ready to appreciate and value your work. It's so powerful. It is so powerful to be a creative entrepreneur today. This course will take you all the way from understanding what your unique passion is, what your unique goals are, to growing an audience, growing your confidence in what you're creating, pricing it accordingly, sharing it effectively, designing all the elements that surround your work effectively, everything from photography, to your website, to your listings, to your email marketing, to your social media presence, to your Pinterest strategy, to which magazines feature your work, to where your work belongs on shop shelves or gallery walls or wherever your work needs to live in the world. And then we get a bit nitty gritty with things like email marketing templates and shop listings set up and um, there are so many workbooks. If you know me at all, <laughs> you probably know by now that I love writing. I love writing down ideas. For me, inside of my mind, that's how my ideas become 
true. That's how the abstract things floating around my very busy, beautiful brain become something more concrete that I can really understand and comprehend and then begin to enact in the world and in my own business. So I champion worksheets. I think that they are a great way to learn and a great way to self-actualize information. So there are a lot of workbooks and worksheets inside of this course. It is not for the faint of heart. This course is not for you if you're looking for a one quick fix band-aid patch to soar you to success. This course is not that. <laughs> I will ask you to do the work. I will ask you to invest in yourself and in your creative business. I will ask you to own the value of what you've created because it is so good. It is so needed. It is so powerful. And the more that you can own those words for yourself, the more your work will thrive in the world. Doors to making your work opened today. I'm so excited. If you are listening to this first thing in the morning, you might be amongst the first to join the course. And I will personally be cheering and dancing, even though it's probably fairly early in the morning. I can do it. I can dance in the morning just for just for this one day. I'm not, oh, there we go. Another trivia fact. I am not a morning person. I am a night owl through and through. Um, in fact, I'm recording this after midnight because that's how my brain works. Welcome to my mind. Yeah, you want to take a course with me? Like, I sound profesh. <laughs> no, but for real. Making your work is professional. It is very transformative. It is something that I know will change your life because guess what? We've had thousands of artists go through this and it has changed their lives. The stories of our alumni are humbling. They are empowering. They keep me doing this course year after year. This is our fourth year doing this course. It's improved and changed so much. So much elevation has happened inside of the course itself. But the most powerful thing, in my opinion, is the change that's happened inside of the creative community and inside of the alumni in particular. I've watched them go from making minimal sales to growing their studios to six figures and even seven figures. And that is not an abnormal thing, by the way. I'm not going to promise that you'll make a million dollars, but I will promise that if you do this, this course well and you begin to live out these ideas, you will succeed. You will grow a business around your work, truly. Especially if you've gone through module, uh, modules one of the course, modules two of the course. If you settled in to share the work, the first episode we talked about, about uh, creating valuable good work. If you know these things are true about yourself, and not even about yourself, but about your work, then you will grow a business around your work with a few fairly, um, they're not basic principles, but things that you can begin to act out in your business fairly quickly and without a lot of struggle. I really make this easy for you. There are recipes you can follow for marketing. There are systems that you can just begin to put into place. There are methods for things that may take you a long time to figure out, but I've been doing this for a while. I've run a six-figure studio, fine art studio, just, just my studio, prints and originals and products only, right? Since 2015, 2014. So this is a long time. I have systems that work, that have worked for me, that work for others, that work for people in my mastermind, people that I get to mentor closely, and then alumni of this course as well. So I'm excited for this to take shape inside of your business. 
All right, doors are open to making artwork. You can find all the info about the course at emilyjeffordslearn.com forward slash course. Again, more slowly, that's emilyjeffordslearn.com forward slash course. Okay, let's dive into episode four of Share the Work. This episode is all about marketing. So if you're ready to get a little bit nerdy and a little bit more practical, then get out your pen and paper, download the worksheet for today, and let's do this. It is a good one. The five ways I would market my work if I were just beginning to market my work today, and the five that I recommend to you as you market your work today. Ready? Let's go. Hello, creatives. Welcome back to Share the Work. If you're just joining us, let me catch you up to speed. Or maybe it's been a long week and you need a little refresher. Either way. (laughs) In episode one, we talked about how to know that your work is good, how to know that you're creating things that are valuable and that are needed in this world. We talked about how to attract an audience to your work, how to put it out into the world and to know that it will be attracting and communicating with your ideal person in a way that they will be able to respond to and resonate with beautifully. In the next episode, we talked about how to create a brand. We talked about what a brand actually is, how you can begin developing your vision for your brand. The amazing thing about being a creative entrepreneur today is we have so much control right at our fingertips. We have the ability to communicate with our collectors within seconds, which is so empowering. Also a little bit overwhelming, but I wanna reframe the overwhelm a little bit. I want to reframe that overwhelm with a sense of gratitude. Now, I know that it may not feel great all the time to be at the beck and call of social media, at the beck and call of your collectors or your buyers or whatever else is happening outside of your creative process that you may not like the distraction of, right? I often hear a lot of creators that are like, I just don't want to be on Instagram all day long. I don't want to be doing emails all day long. Nobody does. Nobody does. And the other flip side of that is you have the power, you have the control, the autonomy to represent your own work in this world. And it's that easy. So what I recommend doing is as you begin to think about your different roles as the creator of your work, the one who's creating this business around your work, and the one that's also sharing about your work, I want you to think about the energy that goes into each of them separately. Your creative work might be the one that fills you the most. It might give you the most return on your investment as far as joy and fulfillment and um, just all the good feelings and vibes, right? Like it's so fun to create. That, That feeling is pure magic. Your business is the thing that keeps you in the studio. So while it may be tempting to be like, ugh, marketing, I don't wanna spend energy on that. It is the thing that keeps your business running. The marketing energy that you put over here is the fuel for the energy, which is the fuel for your studio. So they all feed into each other. So do not, (laughs) do not give the final last push of your energy to your marketing. Also in episode two, I talked about how marketing is generosity. It can feel very vulnerable to market your work. If you feel like maybe you're not meeting this elusive audience that's somewhere out in the world, Let's talk about that because you're right. Marketing energy that's spent and spent with no reward. That's not fun for anybody, right? That is just tiring and exhausting. Let's talk about how to spend your marketing energy effectively so that your, your reward is coming into your business, which is then trickling into your studio practice. Okay. 
Let's dive into the five areas that I would market if I were only to choose five today. Number one, the most effective by far is email marketing. Now, email marketing is not the sexiest way to talk about your work, but it is the most effective for the online marketing space. Make your studio emails a vibrant and exciting place. Share behind the scenes, show your inspiration. You can offer sneak peeks into your studio. You can offer stories and insights. You can offer first dibs on your work. You can offer early access. You can offer sneak peeks. Let this place feel special and intimate. Um, if you're a fine artist, I think of this space as your gallery opening. If you have a gallery opening, then this is the online version of it. Um, this is the space people can come in and they can feel like they're in the room with just you. They have access to you. What I recommend doing practically is to create a studio email list. You can create it on a variety of platforms. I recommend several inside of Making Art Work and talk about how to set these up effectively inside of that space. But attract people to your list and then begin sharing intentional things that pertain to your studio and to your creative process and to your releases and your products and your services and all the things like that. I recommend setting up a nurture sequence. This can be a welcome sequence, just talking about who you are, what you create, where you create. Inside of making it work, it takes you through this process really clearly, but an overview of it would be someone joins your list, they are automatically put into a segment with you know, within your email platform provider, which we can talk about more in the course, um, they go into a segment and then they automatically get a welcome email. This email can be just one email saying, hey, welcome to my list. I'm Emily Jeffords, painter, artist. I'm happy that you're here, right? Or it can be something that's much more robust and it can have more content and more copy and more storytelling and things like that. Again, it's up to you. One of my favorite ways to use my list after that welcome sequence is to send out previews of collections or new products or new services. From there, you can nurture yourself and you can begin to create a robust marketing campaigns and um, segments and different ways of organizing your email list and speaking to people very intentionally and thoroughly. But keep it simple for now, if this is new to you, start an email list for your studio and then just send people emails. You might have two people on your list at first. You might have 10 people on your list and then you'll have 20 and then you'll have 100 and then you'll have 200. Regardless of the number, they are there because they're obsessed with you. <laughs> it's true. They're there on your email list because they want to know about your work. They want to get early access to your work or they want to be able to buy it easily. They want to hear your stories. They're your super fans. That's why I say email marketing is the most effective place to sell your work. Because if someone is on that list, they really care. They really want to know when you have something available. So they're highly bought in and very excited to hear from you. Okay, email marketing is number one, got it? Number two is social media. And it is in that order, by the way. I think oftentimes social media gets all the excitement. It's flashy. It gives you a lot of dopamine. It makes you happy. It makes you discontent also, which we're somehow obsessed with every now and then. Social media is very effective for selling your work though. And it's very effective for expanding your audience. It's one of the easiest places to reach new people easily, right? Um, what I recommend doing is to treat your social media like part of your brand. And I'm saying this because 
just like I get to go to a lot of artist websites and see where they might need to change some things, I also get to go to a lot of Instagram accounts and Pinterest and TikToks and all kinds of other places. And I get to see that there's a little bit of a lack of professionalism often in play. You are a professional. You are a brand. You are creating an entity that lives outside of you. It's so beautiful. It's so gorgeous. Your vision is so, so clear and great. That Pinterest board that you created, it's going to be living in these spaces. Now, we'll talk about this a lot in making our work, how you can weave the personal with the professional. I think that you can easily do that. There are some very, very clear methods in place that I use, that others use, that I teach inside of making your work. So if you're kind of like, oh, but I wanna share my dog and I wanna share my kid and I wanna share my trips, you can, you totally can. We'll just weave them in a way that it makes sense. But it's important to understand why you are there and why you are posting in these spaces. So what I recommend doing is choose one to two platforms within the host of social media platforms that are available to us. Choose one to two that you want to focus on and that you want to make a part of your brand. Once you've chosen your one to two places that you want to post consistently, then do so. Post beautiful content consistently. If that's overwhelming to you to just, you know, to think about posting beautiful content, remember 1% better every day is all you need. Share your highest work regularly. And again, inside of Making It Work, we define your highest work really early on in the course because once you know what you should be sharing in the world, sharing it becomes a whole lot easier, right? So when you begin to think about your highest work, think, what should I be known for? What is my brand focused on? What is the heart and soul of my creative process? That's your highest work. And finally, don't be afraid to sell your work on social media. This is not just a place to communicate with your friends or to share about fun things that you're enjoying. It is that, of course, and creating that community space is very important, but marketing is generosity. So share your work, sell your work, talk about your work, make it a place where people can come and access your work, right? Again, you take charge. You get to set the tone for how your work is experienced out in the world. So if you want people to enjoy your work and to come experience your work, then make a safe space for that to happen. The third place that I recommend using is Pinterest. Now, Pinterest is a bit of a unicorn in the creative uh, spaces online. It is not a social media platform as much as it is a search engine. So think of it like a search engine. What that means is people come to Pinterest looking for visual ideas. They go to Google to look for the weather and for stats and for data and details. They go to Pinterest to look for emotions and aesthetics and ideas and inspiration. So as a creative entrepreneur, having your work on Pinterest is very important. Pins tend to mature over time. So you might pin something now and five to six months from now, it might begin to generate traction. You can use Pinterest ads, which can be very effective, but typically pins tend to mature slowly over time. So give them some time, be patient, know that the magic is happening in the background, which is awesome. Pin directly from your website, pin directly from your social media account, as well as other things within Pinterest that help to elevate your brand and help to elevate your vision for how your work can be experienced in the world. But definitely, definitely pin things directly from your website and from your 
your social media accounts. Inside of Making Art Work, I take you through a full Pinterest strategy as well as a Pinterest advertising strategy. Right now, Pinterest is also expanding quite a bit of their media. So they're dabbling in video and in stories and in live TV and in real type engagement. Okay, we've talked about email marketing. We've talked about social media. We've talked about Pinterest. Let's take things off of the internet, shall we? Let's go a bit old school. One of my favorite ways of growing any business that has two-dimensional or three-dimensional artwork or any high-quality handmade good that could belong in a home is to work with designers. Designers are a consistent source of business. Designers have a lot of loyalty. They come back to certain vendors time and time again, and I want that to be you. So let's talk about how to do that. One thing that I recommend doing for any, um, any kind of in-person outreach is to begin with your local community. So if you have designers in your area, start with them. If you have shops in your area, if you wanna begin doing wholesale, start with those shops. Anything local will have a bit of um, loyalty and a lot of neighborly uh, affinity that is hard to get when you begin reaching outside of your local area. Many designers are incentivized by a trade discount. So again, can you make this easier for them? And one way you can do that is to offer a trade discount. That can be 10 to 20% off, somewhere in that, in that range, depending on where you wanna fall. You can also work out a rental collaboration with designers. Um, a lot of designers are staging things for events or for a home sale or for a shorter time frame of, of a project. And you can rent your work to the designers in that way, which is really interesting and nice passive income. The key for this relationship to work well is to make it as easy as possible. <laughs> designers are busy right? Like they have a lot of things that they're juggling, a lot of details, a lot of things have to come into place at one time for this beautiful thing to be revealed to the homeowners or to be finished. If you can make your part easier for them, they'll come back to you time and time again. Um, be dependable. Have your timelines well outlined. If you're doing something custom, get really clear on how long it's going to take you. Um, if they're buying a print, know how long it'll take to turn around that print order. If they're buying an original or something that's handmade, how long will it take to have that completed and ready to hang or ready to display? Think through the details and go from there. Um, you can reach out to commercial designers, to interior designers, to um, designers that work in the retail and the hospitality space, the restaurant space, um, offices. Expand what you think of when you think of designer because your work belongs pretty much everywhere. Am I right? I think I'm right. Okay, my next and final tip for today is to go fully offline. Take your work into your community off the internet, um, especially with how digital our world has become, how connected we are with these beautiful shiny screens. It's awesome, they're wonderful. I'm thankful for social media, I'm thankful for Pinterest and for emails and for all the ways that we can connect you know, digitally via the internet, but there's something really impactful about seeing someone in real life. Think about it, the people that you've met in real life 
they sink into your mind far quicker and far more effectively than someone that you just happen to meet on Instagram or scroll past on Instagram. There's something so connective about being human to human. So in that vein, how can you bring your work into the physical space, especially in your lo local community? Um, being known locally is one of the most powerful things you can do for your brand growth, especially in the early phases. The connections that you create in person are so much more effective for both your marketing energy and for sales. So definitely pour some energy and some thought into this in particular. Okay, just to recap, the five places that I would market my work today if I were just beginning and the ones that I still do emphasize heavily in my business, email marketing, social media. In my case, that would be Instagram in particular. And I use all parts of Instagram, Instagram stories, Instagram posts, reels, and lives. So it's the ones that I focus on mostly. The magic of Pinterest. Pinterest is a magical unicorn. I would work with designers and I would go offline and bring my work into my community and expand even outside of my community and into regional communities, into communities that I want to be involved with. Like let's say going into Europe or going to the West Coast, I'm on the East Coast. So expanding where that can reach as far as, as where my work can belong. I hope this has been inspiring. I hope that you are ready to grow your creative business. If you're ready to really grow and you really want someone to be like, you've got this, here are all the tools you need. I have walked this path. I know exactly how to do this. Here's a workbook. Here's a resource guide. Here's a training. Try making our work. I have everything in that course that you could possibly need to grow your creative business. It's 12 weeks long. It is not for the faint of heart. I will ask you to rise to your potential because I know that you can do it. I know that your creative work deserves it. I know that you have what it takes to grow a beautiful, thriving creative business and I want to help you get there. Doors are open through March 10th. Join us today. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, if you wouldn't mind, please share about Share the Work with your community. It could be your Instagram stories. It could be a text to a friend. It could be posting on Facebook. However you want to share, I'd be very, very thankful if you did. This has been so much fun to offer to you, this free resource. I hope it's been enjoyable. I hope it's been encouraging. I hope it's been empowering to you. If you have found it to be so, share with your community. That would be a delight to me. There's some images that you can download and share however you want to. Okay, join me tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be a powerful lesson on crafting your unique dream career. I think it's going to be so empowering. I hope that it shifts a lot of mindsets and I hope that it sets you up for tremendous success as you move through the rest of your creative career. All right, I'll see you then. Bye.